facilitate interaction and conversations. Build-in always has much deeper commitment than buy-in. You can't be the only one talking if you want to have a high level of engagement at your meeting. Continue developing your ability to facilitate engagement and conversation while at the same time accomplishing the purpose of the meeting. If facilitated well, meetings can feel organic and organized at the same time. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are passionate about growth, leadership, and expanding our impact on the world. On this episode, I'll be teaching you how to lead meetings that people actually want to attend, including you. Have you ever dreaded showing up at a meeting and you were the one leading and organizing the meeting? There is an art and a skill to facilitating meetings in a way that inspires people, strengthens your team, and moves mission forward. I'm also going to share with you the best approach that I have seen when it comes to having difficult conversations with your team. You know those meetings that so many leaders dread. That's what this episode is all about. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that drop every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. If you think Rise and Lead deserves five stars, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review about how the podcast has added real value to your life. Your reviews, they make a huge difference. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, your friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode all about leading better meetings and send it to someone or text somebody the episode link. You are helping people rise to their next level level by connecting them to an episode. And when you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. I like to start each episode with prayer. So let's pray together. God, we want to honor and value people's time and we want to get things done. Use this episode to do just that. God, if there are any leaders listening who are discouraged, Encourage them and remind them of why they started leading in the first place. Amen. What words or phrases come to mind when you think about meetings? Here are a few that I've heard. Unproductive, multitasking opportunity, excruciatingly painful, waste of time, and blah. 
Whether we like meetings or not, the truth is they aren't going anywhere. We are always going to be coming together with those we lead, knowing that we only have one choice. We have to lead better meetings, meetings that people actually want to attend and meetings that move mission forward. I'm going to share with you three things you need to do as a leader when you know you have a meeting coming up. I'm also going to share with you what an actual meeting flow can look like. And finally, I want to share with you an excellent approach to having difficult conversations with your team. Go ahead and think about a meeting that you have coming up, let's say in one month from today. Here are three things as a leader you need to do in advance. The first thing is you need to clearly define the purpose for your meeting. The goal is to build and facilitate a meeting to best accomplish the purpose of the meeting. Here are a few reasons why you would come together for a meeting. You are meeting to share information, strengthen your team, solve a specific problem, make key decisions, dream and vision a better future for your team and your organization. Or you may be coming together because you know that your team needs to have a difficult conversation. You need to know why you are having the meeting and what the point of the meeting is. I'm going to say that again. You need to know why you are having the meeting and what the point of the meeting is. If you are not clear on that, no one else will be clear on that either. And most likely the meeting will fall short when it comes to valuing people's time and moving mission forward. Secondly, you need to design the meeting to accomplish the purpose in the most effective way possible. The design of the meeting must complement and align with the purpose of the meeting. A few years ago, a colleague and I brought together a team for the purpose of strengthening the team and sharing high-value leadership content. Instead of bringing in a speaker and meeting in a boardroom, which might have been our default, we took the entire team to the Boeing airplane manufacturing plant near Seattle, where we met with a company executive, toured the largest building in the world, and talked about high-level leadership principles. The team that was there that day still talks about that experience. Why? Because we designed the meeting to accomplish the purpose in what we felt would be the most effective way possible. When it comes to designing your meeting, build a meeting that you look forward to attending. Let me say that again. When it comes to designing your meeting, build a meeting that you look forward to attending. If you are dreading an upcoming meeting and you are the one planning the meeting, that's a problem. Finally, you need to prepare for your meeting in advance so you can be relationally present at the meeting. The truth is that so many of us don't prepare well for meetings, and as a result, we are not present at the meeting. Preparation allows you to be relationally present. You don't want to lead a meeting from a place of stress and anxiety. That rubs off on people. You want to lead a meeting from a place of peace because you are prepared, which allows you to be present. A present leader is a relational leader. Quick review, 
for the leader who is leading the meeting. In advance, you need to clearly define the purpose of the meeting, design the meeting with the purpose in mind, and finally, prepare for the meeting in advance so you can be present at the meeting. The month has passed. You have done your preparation steps, and now you are actually at the meeting. I want to share with you 10 tips to lead and facilitate your meeting well. Number one, bring the energy. People are going to feed off your energy. So you need to be engaged and bring the energy to the meeting. Number two, greet attendees by name. You want people to feel like insiders, not like outsiders. So when people walk into the room for your meeting, greet attendees by name. Number three, begin on time and end on time. Even consider starting your meeting at an odd time. If you normally would start at 6 p.m., think about starting at 5.58 or even 6.03. There is something about an odd start time that causes people to engage with the meeting at a deeper level as the meeting begins. Number four, Start with a story of hope that is related to the mission of the group. Remember, you always want to think about inspiring people. And I get it, especially if you're a type A personality, you are hyper-focused on the agenda. You want to be able to hit all those check marks on every agenda item. Put the agenda on hold long enough so you can share a story of hope. In your story, you are reminding people why they are doing what they are doing. Number five, define your purpose of the meeting to the group. Your group needs to know why are you meeting together today? You already know this because you did step number one in advance, but the group needs to know what are you going to do with the time that you have together? Consider a statement like this. We are here to blank and you fill in the blank. When you define your purpose to the group, the time that you have together will be much more focused and much more productive. Number six, include an element of fun if it makes sense for your meeting context. A friend of mine wanted to add some fun to his monthly meetings, so he went to a garage sale and purchased a four and a half foot tall bowling trophy. And what he would do is every month, he would have a different nameplate made representing one of his team members, and he would put the new nameplate on the bowling trophy. And as part of their monthly meeting, they would have an award ceremony where a giant sheet was taken off this four and a half foot bowling trophy and they would affirm a different leader every month for his or her contribution to the team. And guess what? The team loved it. Number seven, facilitate interaction and conversations. I've talked about this in the podcast before, but remember, build-in always has much deeper commitment than buy-in. You can't be the only one talking if you want to have a high level of engagement at your meeting. Continue developing your ability to facilitate engagement and conversation while at the same time accomplishing the purpose of the meeting. If facilitated well, meetings can feel organic and organized at the same time. Number eight, 
as your meeting is drawing to a close, review your original purpose as stated in the beginning of the meeting and celebrate all progress that you have made toward accomplishing your purpose. Number nine, always finish your meetings with a call to action. You may be asking your team members to pray, dream, implement, recruit, execute, or even stay the course, but you need to have a call to action for your team members. And finally, number 10, and this honestly may be really hard for some of you, but number 10, end your meeting early. I said it, end your meeting early and invite people to continue the conversation. Quick review, bring the energy and engagement Greet attendees by name, begin on time and end on time, consider starting at an odd time, share a story of hope, define your purpose, include an element of fun, facilitate interaction and conversations, review your purpose and celebrate progress, always have a call to action, and finally, end early. What about when it comes to having difficult conversations with your team As a whole, you know those meetings that so many leaders dread. There is an issue. There's an elephant in the room that nobody is talking about. There is a barrier to the mission of your team and organization that needs to be addressed. Here is the best approach that I have seen when it comes to starting difficult and challenging conversations with your team. And this approach comes from Simon Sinek. Simon Sinek is an author and leadership researcher, and he shares this advice when it comes to having difficult conversations with your team. You show up with your team and say, I need to have a difficult conversation. I'm afraid to have this conversation because I'm afraid I'm going to say something wrong and I will accidentally trigger someone. I know that having this conversation is more important than any fear that I may have against it. So please work with me as we struggle through this together because I want to tackle this subject. That's how you start a difficult conversation. You may need to go back and re-listen to that quote from Simon Sinek. A friend of mine named Brad Lomanick who has been on the Rise Lead podcast before, gives this advice to leaders when it comes to difficult conversations. He says, you need to make it awkward. You have to be willing to have difficult meetings for the sake of moving mission forward. Facilitating difficult conversations, it's a skill. It can be learned and it can be taught. No matter the meeting, whether it's a difficult meeting or not, you as the leader still need to define the purpose of your meeting, design the meeting to accomplish the purpose, and prepare for the meeting in advance. Remember, there is an art and a skill to facilitating meetings in a way that inspires people, strengthens your team, and moves mission forward. I want to encourage you, you can learn and develop this skill. Do you have to love meetings? No, (laughs) but as long as meetings exist, we need to lead meetings well. 
contrary to what you may have experienced in the past, meetings can actually be life-giving. A mentor of mine invited me to a meeting. He chose an outdoor cafe setting, designing the meeting to accomplish the purpose of the meeting, and we sat down. He opened up by affirming me for leading an event that we had both been at the day before, sharing details of what he felt had gone really well. This was a story of hope. He then said, today is a check-in about you. I want to know how you're doing, what you are working on, and where you want to be by the end of the year. He clearly defined the purpose of our time together. He facilitated the conversation, and we talked. At the end, He reviewed the purpose and what he had heard me say. I was challenged by him to take a next step or two, and he ended with a final story from the day before. This meeting at the outdoor cafe, it was life-giving. This was a meeting that I wanted to attend. I want to challenge you, design and lead meetings that inspire people, strengthen your team and move mission forward. I hope this episode impacted and inspired you. Send me a DM and let me know. I read every message that comes in. Make sure you screenshot this episode, share it with someone, and post it to your social media accounts. Don't forget to tag me, and I will always try and give you a repost. I know there is someone who you know who needs to hear this episode. Thanks for sharing subscribing and rating the podcast. Seriously, that means the world to me. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now.